आई वी एम वेलकम टू माई पॉडकास्ट द लॉन्गेस्ट कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन माई नेम इज प्रिया मिर्जा एंड आई टीच पोलिटिकल साइंस एट जाकिर हुसैन डेली कॉलेज यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ डेली एंड दिस पॉडकास्ट इज अबाउट द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन पर इट्स नॉट जस्ट अबाउट द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन इट्स अबाउट यू एंड मी एंड आर एवरी डे लाइफ एंड आई रिमेंबर टेलिंग माई फ्रेंड हे आई रियली वॉन्ट डू अ पॉडकास्ट ऑन द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन एंड माई फ्रेंड sat there she nodded and she said yes yes that's wonderful but i could see she wasn't very enthused and she said you mean a podcast on that old dusty stack sitting somewhere you'll talk about our rights our duties blah 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 but that's the point our constitution was not made for lawyers and judges but for you and me and this podcast is a pointer that the constitution molds us in so many ways from the choices we make from where we live how we live where we study who we have sex with how we have sex to whom we sit with in our classroom from what's on our dining table and whether we can pour ourselves a drink after a long tiring day these are matters determined and shaped by that dusty text the constitution of india as part of the first season of this podcast we are going to talk about sex illicit sex about adulterers adults commit adultery and adultery is when one has sex with someone other than the person one is married to and for violating that one is punished by adultery laws today's story is set in 1985 when a woman discovered that her husband was having an affair with another woman who lived just down the road she was enraged when she spoke to her lawyer however she was told that as a wife she cannot legally charge her adulterous husband with adultery So she decided to challenge the law itself and was scolded by the judges. The judges proclaimed in Revati versus Union of India 1985 that the sanctity of marriage cannot be violated and our laws protect men and women from filing cases against each other. But why shouldn't they? And why should there be a law to prohibit a woman from filing a case against her adulterous husband? But that's what section 497 of the IPC was all about. and i'll come to that but first let me tell you a little bit about joseph shine an nri living in italy who was outraged when his adulterous male friends had affairs were charged with the crime of committing adultery but the women won't shine thought this was unfair that women were not considered liable under adultery laws while men were and this was a pretty serious crime you could end up in jail for up to 5 years and pay a fine So let's get to the bottom of why adultery laws didn't consider women liable. Our laws were drafted by the British when India was a colony, and the Indian Penal Code was one of their great legal achievements. Back then, laws were just not debated or discussed, and the Indian Penal Code itself was drafted by a very small group of men, one of them being Lord Macaulay. And back then, the British had ideas which we would now consider completely outdated. that women are incapable of having sexual desires that they would never make the first move or that they would willingly be unfaithful obviously they had very little understanding of female sexuality plus mccauley never married himself i mean so much for experience about marital or extramarital love but this was not about love this was about control 
women weren't allowed to claim their inheritance women weren't allowed to claim property because women are stupid they had smaller brains they actually thought that and also because women were property to be owned and possessed they were inert and incapable of taking any decisions innocent and very far from being criminally minded and this was reflected in their laws what section 497 of the ipc did was make men criminally liable for adultery but not women and this reasoning had very strange legal consequences the first that only the husband of a woman who had committed adultery could file a case against the man she had an affair with the second that a wife of an adulterous man could not file a case against the woman he was having an affair with the woman who committed adultery was not even seen as abetting the offense and was exempted from being charged with a crime and finally if a husband slept with an unmarried woman it wouldn't even qualify as adultery that makes no sense for women it meant being stuck with an unfaithful husband but they are stupid aren't they in most countries adultery is a ground for divorce like in the uk but remember revathi was reminded scolded reprimanded in 1985 that marriage is sacred even if the husband is sleeping around and that wives and husbands cannot be filing cases against each other so the law basically kept unfaithful people married to each other but shine was not concerned with this he was just upset that his male friends were facing the wrath of law but not women now article 14 of our constitution guarantees equality before law in every situation every circumstance now i'm not suggesting that women are criminal but not to see them capable of taking their own decision smacks of seeing them as these childlike babies and when the sexual intercourse takes place with the consent of both parties there's no good reason for excluding one party from the liability and although the constitution also speaks of giving special provisions to women under article 15 part 3 section 497 is not a privilege but a denial of equality and at the same time it makes me think about all the movies novels and mythology that i'm familiar with where women are portrayed as these sexy seductresses who are forever distracting good serious men and this lopsidedness is what led joseph shine a citizen of india but hotelian italy to file a pil in the supreme court challenging the constitutionality of section 497 now under article 32 of the constitution any citizen can challenge the highest court of the land to look into a matter concerning the enforcement of a fundamental right shine petition that section 497 was at odds with article 14 of the constitution which assures all persons equality before law in september 2018 a five judge bench of the supreme court unanimously struck down section 497 of the indian penal code on grounds that it violated articles 14 15 and 21 of our constitution It kicked the state out of the place where it never should have been. The judges observed that consensual sexual relations are a private matter and do not concern the state. I completely agree. I was particularly struck by Justice Deepak Mishra's observations in his judgment about space. 
that the rights of women get the real requisite space in the living room of individual dignity rather than the space in an annex to the main building and it's not just about women each one of us are equal and have the right to enjoy every space in a house and not to be pushed into a corner and that to me is at the heart of intimacy and privacy of having a space space not just between consenting adults but the space between a citizen and the law between a person and the state which makes those laws and those affected by those laws our constitution opens possibilities for those conversations and it shapes new realities hopes expectations so adulterous friends men and women remember that the constitution is blind to our differences unless there is good reason not to be and when it comes to consensual illicit sex there is no good reason not to see women as active participants next time we are going to be talking about a little more sex when we discuss section 377 but for now this is me priya mirza signing out of the longest constitution and see you around next week bye